This is Archbishop John Wilson. I'm the Archbishop of Southwark, and I've just returned from visiting the Polish Club in Balham, which is a centre for collecting supplies to send to Ukraine. And I visited today, which is Ash Wednesday, hence the focus in the Gospel today on prayer, on fasting and on giving alms, on sharing of what we have to those who are in need. So for me today, the spiritual message of, of Lent and Ash Wednesday, which is a day today which the Pope has called as a day of prayer and fasting for peace in Ukraine. For me today, Ash Wednesday was brought to life by going to visit the Polish club in Balham, which has received enormous amounts of donations of food, of clothing, of all kinds of supplies, toiletries, bedding, which are being sent to Ukraine. And it spoke to me really about the need that we have, that each of us feels, to do something in the face of the terrible suffering in Ukraine and the war in Ukraine, that we want to do something, we want to reach out. A key thing that we must do is to ask our governments to do all that they can do to put pressure to bring about peace. A key thing that we can do is to really think about other people particularly those at the moment who are refugees, with hearts of compassion, and to make our country and our borders open, to remove obstacles to those who are fleeing persecution. And as we can see from the media, many of those who are fleeing Ukraine are the elderly, are women with children, uh, their adult male families are staying to fight and defend their country, and they want to return to Ukraine as soon as possible. So how can we offer that temporary place of sanctuary, that temporary place of security? And what part can we play in this country, in our country, to make sure that we are open to receiving those in need? Another powerful message of today is that we stand in spiritual solidarity. So there must have been, oh, a hundred or so volunteers helping in sorting through all the supplies, properly labelling them, bagging them up, getting them ready for transport to Ukraine. And in the midst of that, we were able to pause and to pray. And so in English, in Polish and in Ukrainian, we prayed the Our Father and the Hail Mary. And it was deeply, deeply moving that different people with different backgrounds and nationalities all together want to do something to combat this terrible evil in our world at this moment. And key to that is the prayer for conversion, conversion of hearts away from hatred and war to peace and to harmony. It's so important at this time that we manifest our solidarity. We did this in a token way today. We took some supplies to help support the people in Ukraine. But people also need money. And while it feels a very good thing to, to go and buy something or to donate something, actually providing people in Ukraine with funding is going to be more important as we move into the future. So how we, how we plan for the future to continue our support is, is really, really vital. I would love that the war ended today. I would love that it ended this night. Who knows how long it will last. But for as long as it lasts, we need to be there with the spirit of the gospel, which is the spirit of standing by, seeing in each person the person of Christ and loving each person with the heart of Christ. This is what Lent means for us. And at this time particularly, it's what it means for those who want to reach out and support the people and the nation of Ukraine.
It was very moving today to meet people who have family in Ukraine. I met one lady today. She's alone in this country. All her family are in Ukraine. Her parents, her grandparents, her brothers, they're all in Ukraine. And she is desperately worried about them. And she said the thing that they really need to receive is protective clothing. But that wasn't possible to buy and to donate. But she said that's what they're really asking for. They want vests to protect them from bullets. They want helmets to protect them from bombs. So just to listen to her, alone in this country, desperately pleading for help for her family in Ukraine. Uh, gosh, it, it just it moved me deeply and it brought tears to my eyes and I, I didn't know what to say. All I could do was to listen and to try and to try and hear her with my heart, not just with my mind. But she spoke about the fact that at least in this country she's safe and she wants to be able to prepare for a time when hopefully she may be able to welcome some of her family here, but also she may be able to help them to rebuild in Ukraine as well. But how important to hear the human stories, not simply to look at the politics of this, but to hear the human stories and to realise that in the midst of this war, there are brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, all caught up, being separated. And this is true for the people of Russia as well. There must be Russian mothers whose sons are fighting in Ukraine, who are desperately worried and frightened. So again, we have to we have to hear the human story in the tragedy, but also respond with human hearts of compassion and also with a will, a will to help, which is more than words. I also spoke to a, another woman who has family again in Ukraine and she's lost contact with them now. And for so many people, this is a time when they don't know what is happening to their families. They don't know whether they're alive. They don't know where they are. And how important it is that we in this country, whoever we are, whatever we believe, that we in this country, if we know people from Ukraine, that we reach out to them, that we offer them support, and that we become prepared to receive people from Ukraine into the sanctuary of this country, which has always been known and should always be known for its capacity to welcome those who are under threat. If we lose that, we're losing something of our humanity. I think in terms of the support that we can give, we certainly, we must pray. I was struck today at the power of prayer that unites people. Even in different languages, prayer unites people and it brings a spiritual strength and a spiritual solidarity because hearts must be converted in this process. They must be converted from war to peace. So let us pray and let's use the spiritual weapon of fasting as well, which unites us humanly to those who are suffering at this time and not able to eat, who don't have enough food in Ukraine. But it also tells us that we don't always need to get our way. That's what fasting does to us. It says, I can, I, can, I can let go of something. I can not constantly grasp what I need, but I can live in a way that is open to the needs of others. So we need to pray and we need to use the spiritual weapons of prayer and fasting for conversion to peace. We also need to look at how we use our resources and schools, parishes, communities, will need to provide financial and material support to Ukraine. We need to hear what Ukraine needs and try and match up what we can provide with that. 
so that there is a proper relationship of, of supply and demand. And we need to raise our voices. We need the people of Ukraine to know that they're not alone. And we need to raise our voices against anyone who suggests that our country is not a place to welcome those who are fleeing war. This is not acceptable. Our country must be a place that provides refuge and shelter for those who are fleeing in fear of their lives. I think the lines that have struck me over these past few days, lines from the prophet Jeremiah, lines that the the Lord God speaks through the prophet Jeremiah, my plans for you are peace, not disaster. God's plan for humanity is peace. So we ask God's blessing upon the people of Ukraine, especially those who are suffering desperately, those who are forced to flee. We ask God's blessing upon all the nations who are working for peace. And we ask God's blessing upon uh, those working in our country to support the people of Ukraine. So, Father, would you bless all those working for peace at this time? Would you bring about, through your Son, the Lord Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit, a conversion of hearts so that peace may reign and your kingdom may come? Amen.